All the latest business news from WA, delivered daily. At close of business, news briefing. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Close of Business podcast. I'm Nadia Budiharjo and I'll be reading your Thursday headlines. IGO and Pilbara Minerals have announced a drop in profits in their half-year results, while mineral resources and Fortescue enjoy increases. Pilbara Minerals recorded an 82% plunge in profit, reporting a $220 million statutory profit after tax in the first half of this financial year, against $1.24 billion in the first half of FY23. IGO also had a slump in profit of $288 million, a 53% drop from the $612 million recorded in the previous corresponding period. Meanwhile, Chris Ellison-led Mineral Resources has lent on iron ore to drive its mining revenue against weak lithium and battery chemical prices. In its half-year results, MinRes recorded a statutory net profit after tax of $518 million, up from $390 million in the first half of FY23. Fortescue also had a substantial lift in its interim profit and is set to pay out $3.32 billion in dividends, with the biggest beneficiaries being Andrew and Nicola Forrest. In its half-year results released this morning, Fortescue said it shipped almost 95 million tonnes of iron ore, driving its net profit after tax to $3.3 billion US dollars. And that was up from the $2.4 billion US dollars reported for the first half of 2023. In energy, Pilot Energy's ambitious plan to build a solar farm in the Midwest in tandem with ammonia and carbon capture projects has been approved at a regional joint development assessment panel meeting today. The energy company has proposed a 376-megawatt solar farm in the Shire of Three Springs, comprising more than 600,000 panels across 530 hectares at a cost of $440 million. The project is designed to power Pilot Energy's nearby ammonia project. Pilot Energy signed a non-binding memorandum of understanding with South Korea's Samsung Engineering last October for both the ammonia and carbon capture projects. The solar farm is expected to generate up to 60 jobs during the construction phase and employ up to six full-time employees. Finally, defence shipbuilder Austal will build two additional Evolve Cape-class patrol boats for the Royal Australian Navy in a contract announced a week after an asylum seeker boat arrived at Eagle Bay in the state's north. Austal has already delivered six Evolve Cape-class patrol boats to the Navy and a further two contracted in April 2022 are now under construction at Henderson. The new vessels will also be built at Henderson at a cost of $157 million. Operation Sovereign Borders is the military-led border security operation designed to deter and prevent unauthorised maritime arrivals. The news of the new patrol boats comes amid the political fallout from the arrival of an asylum seeker boat in the north of WA late last week. That's all the headlines from me. To read more stories from today, visit businessnews.com.au. And coming up next on the podcast, I speak to Mark Beyer about global contractor Altrad and the rare insight into the company's financial performance. Celebrate business leaders, entrepreneurs and trailblazers with business news events. With our flagship event series, bespoke online events, webinars, book launches and gala awards programs, our forums showcase the policies and issues affecting Western Australia within industry and government. 
Our events are your platforms to engage and connect with the Western Australian business community. Visit businessnews.com.au forward slash events for more information. Welcome back to At Close With Business. I'm Nadia Budihajo and I'm joined by Mark Bayer today. Mark, how are you? Very well, thank you, Nadia. Mark, for the recent edition of the Business News magazine, you looked into global contractor Altrad and its performance for this financial year. Uh, they've made some major acquisitions recently. How did these acquisitions impact its financials? Yeah, thanks, Nadia. So look, uh, Altrad, it's a privately owned French company. So it's one that we don't really get much insight to. Mm. But uh, they've opened up in a way that they have a little bit more than in the past. Luke Gallagher has recently joined as Chief Operating Officer for Australia. And we had a good chat about the impact of the acquisition of one, um, AGC. So they're a, you know, they're a long-running contracting business in Western Australia, uh, owned by a listed entity called Ausgroup, which fell into receivership a couple no, of years I ago. That. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that was a big business in its own right. Had about thirteen hundred people at its peak. Annual revenue of about two fifty mil. And then that followed in turn, Altrad had bought Valmec. They're an ASX-listed engineering company. Um, they were a bit smaller, but they brought some different expertise to the group. But you put all those together with Altrad's legacy businesses, and they've become a very substantial operation. They've got about 3,000 people across mm. Australia. They operate at about 60 sites, um, you know, often with the likes of Woodside, Chevron, BHP, those sorts of companies. Uh, and a majority of those sites, about three quarters, are in Western Australia. Wow. So what did Luke Gallagher have to say about Altra's performance overall? Well, one number that he revealed, which was interesting, he said their revenue in the um, FY24 is going to hit about $700 million. That's up from $620 million in 2023. So I've never seen those numbers disclosed by Altrad before. As I say, they're a private company. He said that they did have uh, some legacy issues with the AGC acquisition, uh, which you would assume was factored into... I mean, they paid a minimal price mm. for it. Um, so you assume that's factored in. But yeah, AGC you know, had some legacy issues, so they had some losses. Um, but he's saying that they, by and large, their customers have stayed with them. Um, and so he's saying that yeah, they've come through that period and uh, it's looking pretty solid in, you know, as we all, as we sp we've spoken before, it's a very buoyant market in Western Australia uh, and particularly in the space that they specialise in, which is uh, industrial services and maintenance. So what's next for Altrad? Look, lots of changes have been happening there. Uh, one is this gradual integration of the different businesses, you know, the legacy um, Altrad businesses, the AGC and the Valmec businesses. So a lot of people are coming together in uh, the same site. So they've got their white-collar people in Subiaco now. They're also consolidating a lot of their blue-collar people down at Quinana, where AGC had a big workshop. Uh, Altrad is investing in that. Um, Luke was saying that it's, uh, it was an unloved asset for quite a while. Um, you know, previous ownership, they didn't really invest in the asset, but he said that they're putting a lot of effort into that and they see a lot of, opp lot of opportunities there. Um, and then also diversifying. So they're talking about 
hydrogen and energy storage as a big growth opportunity. So had lots of engagement with customers there. They've in fact won a contract to build a $65 million hydrogen facility in Victoria mm. uh, for the Australian Gas Infrastructure Group. Uh, that's the same company that runs the Dampier-Bunbury pipeline, um, had been looking to build a hydrogen facility in Western Australia in partnership with ATCO, but canned that one, um, opting instead to build this one in Victoria. Uh, but the Altrad business, essentially it's the old Valmec engineering team that's doing that work. So lots of opportunities for Luke. Um, he said they've still got a way to go with the integration of all the different businesses, but uh, he's feeling pretty positive and lots of opportunities for them. Okay, we'll certainly keep an eye on Ultra's next moves. You can read the full story online and in the February 12 edition of the Business News magazine. Mark, thank you for joining me. Pleasure. The latest business news delivered daily. Subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. For all the latest business news, visit businessnews.com.au.